Okay, today's daf is Shabbos, daf Samach Tes. We are a few lines in on Samach Tes, Amid Aleph. The beginning of this is Ve'ela Munbaz Shigaga Mai. So it's six lines in from the top. So just to recap what we opened up yesterday, the Mishnahis here are discussing when a person would be uh, obligated to bring a chatas, a carbon chatas, and a carbon chatas is brought when someone does something by mistake. He forgot something, he forgot Shabbos, he forgot... Uh, what day of the week it is, he forgot that this thing is us, so we're going to get into specific details as we get along, move along the parak. And then at some point, we tried to figure out our Mishnah. Our Mishnah said, on Samach Zayin, Amad Beis, the Mishnah said that, Kol HaShechech Iker Shabbos, Va'asam Olochis Harbe, V'Shabbos is Harbe, Eina Chayev Elochatos Achas. Someone who forgot about Shabbos, and he, uh, he, didn't, he forgot for a couple of years, he does many... Uh, he violates many Shabbos and he only brings one carbon. So we had a machoikis in the Gemara, who is this, what is the mission talking about? Is it only talking about someone who went to a Jewish day school, he learned about Shabbos, then he forgot, as the Mishnah says, hashoicheyach, someone who forgets? Or, you were another opinion, found in Amiram, found in this opinion of Mumbaz as well, that even if he never, uh, he never knew about Shabbos, still you would still have to bring a carbon. Uh, I'm sorry, Mumbaz holds like that, that only someone who knew uh, that would be chayv, a carbon, sh- a carbon chatos. There were those that argued in the Amiram, and this is the opinion of Rabbi Akiva, that even someone who never knew about Shabbos, if he, if he violates Shabbos, he would have to bring a carbon. So then the Gemara got into what is the source for this machlekes, for this uh, argument, this dispute, and we came up with the following brysa. The brysa says, that Munbaz told Rabbi Akiva that by Mazid, when someone does something on purpose, it's called, he's called a chayte, someone who sins. So a shaygeg is also called a chayte, a sinner. So he learned from there, ma Mazid, shahaisle The same way when it comes to a Mazid, someone who did something on purpose, he obviously knew about it. So too, a shaygeg had to have known about what he was doing. So Rabbi Akiva question and he said what does that mean if you know what you're doing that's called amazing if you know that it's Shabbos you know you're not allowed to uh, do something on Shabbos cook on Shabbos and you're cooking anyways how can you uh, classify that as a shagging so now the Gemara did not respond to that question the Gemara said that Mumba said it's still called a shagging so over here, we're going to get into the opinion of Munbaz, how exactly he learns the concept of Shaigeg. So the truth is we should really forget everything we discussed yesterday regarding Shaigeg, when a person's chayev. Let's look at this with a fresh set of eyes, and then we'll see that what we, what we mentioned yesterday is really what is found, the sources are in this Gemara. But it's easier to understand the Gemara if we have no uh, pretenses before we, before we dive into it. So the Gemara asks Munbaz, why, how, how, how do you define a Shaigeg? Knew something but didn't know everything. What's the shaygeg? So let's see the Gemara. What's the example of Munbaz's shaygeg? You told me he knows that it's Shabbos and he knows you're not allowed to cook on Shabbos. He's still called the shaygeg. How? So the Gemara says, He knows that someone who cooks on Shabbos is Chayav Kares. He knows it's Shabbos today. He knows you're not allowed to cook on Shabbos. But he didn't know that someone who cooks on Shabbos, by mistake, brings a carbon chatas. That is called a shaygeg. 
Wow. Verabbanan and Rabakiva and then the Chum who argue with him, they hold Shigigas carbon Loishmashagaga. That detail that you didn't know which carbon to bring, that's not cool. That doesn't make you a Shigig. You knew it was Shabbos, you knew you're not allowed to cook, and you cooked anyways, knowing that you would be Chayiv Kares if you did it on purpose. You just didn't know that someone who does it by mistake brings a, brings a Chatas. That is not called a mistake. That is called a uh, Mazid. Okay, so Vrabanan Shigas Karban Leishma Shagaga. Now, Vrabanan, who hold that there has to be a Shagig, what, what, how do they classify a Shagig? So, so the uh, extreme opinion was Munbad. As long as you didn't know that you bring a carbon, that's called a Shagig. What about the Rabbanan? Shagaga Bimai. What, how do they classify a Shagig? Rabbi Yerich and Amar, Kevan Shashagag Bikares, Afapi Shehezid Belav. Rabbi Yerichlin says, another Kiddush, that as long as the person didn't know that when, if one violates Shabbos, they're chayiv kares, even though they knew it's aser, they took out a book, lamates malachas, you're not allowed to cook on Shabbos. Okay, they know today's Shabbos, they know if someone cooks on Shabbos, there's an iser, there's a lav, they didn't know the punishment. Rabbi Yechner holds, that is called a shaygig. The only time you're amazed is if you know the punishment as well. Reish Lakashem, I know. It has to be that you made a mistake. You didn't know that it's... Uh, not only did you not know that there's a punishment, you also didn't know that it was prohibited. That's what we would call a shaygig. That's what you uh, you forgot. Amarava, my time on Rabshim Melakish. Where do we... Uh, what's the reason for Rabshim Melakish that you have to be mistaken on the isser, the prohibition, and the punishment, and the kares? So the Pasuk says, Amar Cross, the Pasuk... Is in the beginning of Sefer Vayikra says Asher Nasi Yechetav Asa Achas Mikol Mitzvahs Hashem Elikav Asher. So here's the Gemara Asher Loisia Sena Bishkaga Vaashem. What does that mean? That Bishkaga Achi Yishkoig. You have to make. You have to uh, have done this sin of Shoigig Belav Vikare Shaba because the pasuk already said Loisia Sena. So Loisia Sena means you forgot that I'm not allowed to do it. So you forgot about the Isser, which is the Lav, and it also uses the word. The uh, ashem. So sounding like you also forgot about the punishment. So the lav and the karis. That is the opinion of Reish Lakish. Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan holds that that would that would uh, still be a carbon chatas, even if you knew that it's usher. You just didn't know that there's a punishment. He holds you bring a carbon. So the Gemara says, "Hi, Kroh, the Rabbi Shimon Lakish, my avili. What does he do with the pasuk of?" So he said, the Gemara says, he needs it for the following brisa. We're going to have this in Chulin and other places, and we'll, we'll actually get into the details of this brisa. But let's just bring in the brisa for the purpose of our Gemara. Lichid detanya. Look in the brisa. The pasuk says, in that pasuk says, achas So what do you mean me'am ha'aretz? Prat lemumar. The only person that brings a carbon is someone who is considered me'am ha'aretz. Someone who is part of Klai Yisrael. Prat lemumar. Someone who, is, who who does things on purpose. He doesn't consider himself part of Klai Yisrael. He does not have this uh, opportunity to bring a carbon 
Chatas. So Me'ama Aretz tells me Pratlamum. We have this uh, many times throughout Shah, throughout Chumash, that the Torah says Amecha, uh, right? Kisira Sharachicha. There are many times where the Pasuk singles out Amcha, uh, and only those people that are, that are, that are part of Kaisro, so then they can bring a carbon. But a Mummer, someone who does things on purpose, he does not bring a carbon. Now, Shimon al I remember Shimon Ab Shimon, they have to see how this argues with the first opinion. What does that mean? It means that if you look at the next pasuk, it says, love Or he, he he finds out about it. So what does that mean? Hashav someone who would have done differently, he would have repented, like the word shav, tshuva, to, to change. He would have changed midiyase had he known that you're not allowed to cook on Shabbos, he wouldn't have done it. So then he could be classified as a shaygig, maybe carbon al However, loishav someone who would not have uh, returned, would not have done tshuva, would not have done the proper thing from just knowing, meaning he didn't care. So then, just because he, he didn't know that this specific thing is Asr on Shabbos, he wouldn't have cared anyways. He would not bring a carbon on his uh, mistakes because the, the opportunity, the ability to bring a carbon doesn't apply to him. So Rabbi Yochanan over here goes like Rabbi Shimon that we are mamait this uh, mummer. That's what we use the pasuk for. Because the Gemara asks Rabbi Yochanan, what do you do with this pasuk? He used it to tell me that a mummer, someone who would do things on purpose, doesn't care about Shabbos, even if he didn't know that uh, you're not allowed to, uh, I don't know, tear something on Shabbos, still he would not bring a carbon chattas. He wouldn't have that right. Next, Tanan. We learned in a Mishnah. This is uh, coming up next week. Famous Mishnah, Avos Melachis, the Avos Melachis are Boim Chaser Achas. They're 40 minus 1, 39. We'll get into why the why we use the term 40 minus 1, just say 39. But either way, Vahavinimba. And over there, the Gemara asks, Minyana Lamali, why do I care that there are 39 Melachas? Who cares? There's 18 halachas with shechita. Who cares? Well, it happens to be there isn't. But, but who cares about numbers? Why are you giving me lamates malachas? What do I care? Minyan alamali. Vam Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yechanan said the reason why the, the Tana taught us 39 malachas, he's trying to tell me something. Shem Asan, Kulon, Behelamechad. Let's say a person forgot about Shabbos. And Behelamechad, and one forgetting of Shabbos, he does all 39 malachas, he cooks, he, he shears the wool of his sheep, he shechts it, he salts it, he does every single thing, and he does all 39 malachas, chayev akol achas achas. You'd be chayev for every single one, even though we spoke about this yesterday. Let's say a person ate a, a T-bone steak with chaylev on it, chaylev deraisa, let's say, and he ate many kazaisim. We know each kazais, there's a isra deraisa, a oinish, of course, chatsi shear awesome in a tarah, but there's an oinish, there's a punishment for every kazai. Still, the halacha is if you ate it in one sitting, one forgetting the chil of his asr, you bring one carbon. So you should say the same thing about Shabbos. He forgot today with Shabbos. He took out the Lama Test Malachas books. He did every single one. He made a video. He made a video on Hilcha Shabbos for Lama Test Malachas. He just forgot that today is Shabbos. It was really, it was, he thought it was Thursday. He did all 39 Malachas. It should be one one carbon, one helam, one forgetting of Shabbos. No, comes the Tana to tell me there's something unique about Shabbos that there's 39 avois Malachas. Shem Asan, Kulam Belam Hechad, Chayev, Akol You'd be high for every single one. We'll get to this in Sukkim, how we know this, but let's take it, you know, at face value, 39 avos, 39 karbanas, even if you only had one forgetting of Shabbos. So the Gemara says, How are you going to find me a case that he knew it was Shabbos, but he forgot about the malachas, meaning he did all 39 malachas. So what do you mean? He knew it was Shabbos. That was the case. The case was he knew Shabbos is Asr. I'm sorry, he knew Shabbos is Asr, but he didn't know these 
these uh, 39 malachas are prohibited. How, how exactly are you going to find me a case that someone knows that you, you can't, there's, a, there's something called Shabbos. I'm not allowed to violate Shabbos, but he didn't know these malachas are usher. What, what did he know? So Bishlam and Rabbi Yechanan, Da'amar Kevan Sheshaga Bekares, Afa Pishaheze Belav, Meshkachasla. So this Mishnah can fit with Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yechanan holds that even though a person knew that these 39 malachas are usher, he knew. He knew the whole book. But he didn't know that the punishment is kares. He didn't know that. He didn't learn that in yeshiva. He didn't learn Masechta's krisus in yeshiva. So he didn't know that there's a concept of kares when violating the lamatas malachas. And he does lamatas malachas. So Bechanan holds that's still called a shaygig. Because he didn't know the magnitude of the sin. It fits well. There are many, uh, uh, um, this, there's, there's a discussion in the Paiskim that uh, what, what was the purpose of all these einshim in the Torah? You see punishments in the Torah. What's the point of it? So there are different opinions. One opinion is, Rabbi Shafainstein says it's in a tshuva. He wrote to one of the governors of New York. I don't recall offhand who it was. They were discussing the death penalty, and he asked him, uh, he asked Moshe Feinstein regarding the death penalty, and Moshe responded that the reason why we give Einshim in the Torah is not to really punish people. We try not to punish people. It's just to teach uh, teach people the magnitude of the sin. That if a person eats Basar B'chalav, okay, you get Malchus. If someone avoids uh, Zara, so there's Skila. Someone who does Chil uh, Shabbos, so that's, that's you know, I see Be'inu Ve'bene Yisrael, that's a very... Uh, 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 it's, a, it's, a, it's a tragedy that someone's Mechal Shabbos, as opposed to Alav, only Malkus, right? So, could be this person who didn't understand the magnitude of the sin, we're going to call him a Shagig. So it fits. 39 Malachas could fit that this person knew it was Shabbos. He knew that you're not allowed to cook on Shabbos, but he didn't know there's a Chiv Kare, so we call him a Shagig. However, that's Bisham, the Rabbi Yechonam, Kevin Shagig, Kare, Abishaz, Belav, Meshkachasla. the other Lab, the Shabbos, Belav. He knew that Shabbos was Lav, but he didn't know there was Kare. El Rav Shimon Lakish, Tamar, Ache Yishkoik, Belav, Uva Kare, according to Reish Lakish, the only time you're considered a Chatas, you're considered a Shagig, is if you didn't know that there's a punishment and you didn't know it was Usr, Hechim Meshkachasla. I'm sorry, I'm really making up my words, but the Yadila le Shabbos Bemai, it says, the Brishna said he knew it was Shabbos and he still violated the 39 Malachas. So, what did he know about Shabbos? Who told you? What does Shabbos mean if you violate all 39 Malachas? So, the Gemara says, the Yadda Betchumin, he knew of Tchum Shabbos. The one Halacha he, he learned, I don't know, he once heard a, heard a shir online about uh, Tchum Shabbos. That's the only Halacha he knows about Shabbos. He knows. They know how to do Tchum Shabbos, but he does everything, everything, everything else. So he knew with Shabbos, he knew you know how to do Tchum, but he forgot all the other 39 Malachas. So that would be considered a Shoigig according to Rab Shem Malachish. And this goes with Rabbi Akiva, Aliba to Rabbi Akiva, who holds that Tchum Shabbos is an Isidur Isa. We're going to see later on that many, this is the Gemara in we hold Tchum Shabbos only the Rabbanon, or at least most of the Tanam hold only the Rabbanon. But according to Abakiva, that Tchum Shabbos is a Daraisa, it makes sense that this person knew about Shabbos, Tchum Shabbos, but didn't know the Lamates Malachas. So Toysus asked a fascinating question here. If you look at these, the, the second Toysus in the bottom, the Yad Tchumin, so two lines in, Tema Lari. The re asked the following question. Maybe he knew about the Asay of Shabbos. There's an Asay of Shabbos. Or Ushmartem Esa Shabbos. There's a mitzvah of keeping Shabbos. So maybe the this person knew about Shabbos. He, he, he read online. There's something called Shabbos. That the seventh day uh, Jews don't go to work. Okay, I want to keep Shabbos. 
So there's an assay of keeping Shabbos, Shamar, of keeping Shabbos, right? Shabbos sign. So why shouldn't that be the response of the Gemara? So the truth is, this touches upon a, a broad Chakira. So we know the Torah tells us Ushmartim, there's a mitzvah of, of, of Tishbois, of resting on Shabbos. The question is, is this adding anything to the Lama Tes Malachas? Or is it, is it just merely strengthening the halacha of the Lama Tes Malachas? Meaning, is there a difference between Lama Tes Malachas and this overall concept of Tishbais, of, of a, there's a resting on Shabbos beyond the Lama Tes Malachas? There's a famous Ramban. The Ramban says, let's say a person would, would let's say he owns a store. He owns a wine store. He goes, he opens up shop, Shabbos, Shabbos morning, no electric doors, he comes in through the side door, doesn't touch anything, everyone does a self-checkout, he's just running shop like usual. He's not touching anything in the Ramban's days, he's not lighting any fires, he's not doing anything. He's running his business as usual on Shabbos. But as far as Lama Tess Malachas, he's not violating anything. Now, you could be this Isurim Durabonon, Muksa, or Maris Ayin, forget about that. Mindoy Raisa, did this person keep Shabbos? He worked, he made money, he did all these things. According to the Ramban, he did not keep Shabbos because Shabbos beyond the Lama Tess Malachas, there's a mitzvah of, of a Shabbos sign that a person should rest on Shabbos. Based on this, we mentioned, uh, I heard a psaq from a Persha Shechter, Shlita, someone asked him, he was, on a, he was in a university, and uh, he felt the pressure to go to the, the uh, you know, one of these uh, Division I football games. So his university had a, you know, great football team. And the boys wanted to go to the game. So he asked Shechter, can he go attend the football game? He's not going to do anything. His friends will buy him a beer, a kosher beer. Uh, he'll eat potato chips. He'll make kid a shot this morning. Can he attend the Saturday afternoon college football game? So Shechter thought it would be a violation of an Isser de Raisa of of a... Uh, of Yom Ashvi Tishbais. The seventh day, you rest. It has to be Shabbosnik by you. Not that it's an Isra Durabonah and Marasayin. No, that is not called Shabbos. So if you look at this twice, it sounds like he's bothered by that. So that should have been the Gemara's answer. The Gemara could have said, this person knew there's something called Shabbos. On the seventh day, we rest. I don't know, Bayer, Bishol, all those halachas, I have no clue, but I know there's something called Shabbos. So that should have been the tarots of the Gemara. But either way, you could, this could be a proof that the other way, that no, there's no such special din of, of Tishbais. It's just strengthening the Lama Tashmachas. That's a fascinating Chakira. It is brought down by the Chassam Soifer. The, the Ramban brings it. This concept of, you know, keeping Shabbos, but not, but not really keeping Shabbos. Keeping Shabbos, the letter of the law, but the spirit of Shabbos, of resting on Shabbos, that everyone has to have a Shvisa Hanikeres. The Ramam writes, that's the reason for Muksa and many other Takanas de Rabbanon, to try to get us not to have the same day of Shabbos that we have during the week. Okay, let's keep what going. About, what about, there's, there are some types of I can stand Shabbos Shabbos, but there are some malachos that you don't really, that you could be over on this malacha by not doing something. It doesn't have to be an action. From what you're saying, you're not being, you don't have Shabbos Shabbos because you're doing, because you're actually doing some type of a work. Right. And that work is, you're not, you don't have Shabbosa. But if you don't do something, that could also cause um, a problem with Shabbos. Right, it's a good question. Let's say someone sat on his couch the entire Shabbos, 25 hours, just read the newspaper. 
Is, is that called Shabbos? I don't know. It's very difficult to say we know exactly what the Ramban was referring to. But some things are so extreme. Maybe attending your, your, uh, your college football game, that of Shachter felt would be a problem. Or maybe uh, going to opening the, the, your office, going to the office, spending a full day at work. You know, but in between, hard to know what exactly would be considered Tishpais. But a very good point, Rev. Beryl. Okay, let's keep going. Mantana Lahad Tanarban. Who was the one that taught this Brisa? Shagar Bazer Bazer. A person did Malacha on Shabbos. And he was Shagag Bazar, he forgot it was Shabbos, and he forgot that these things are answer. So Zewu Shoyge Ka'amir Vatara. That is the classic Shoyge that the Torah refers to. However, he's in Bazeu Bazar. Someone Bemazid, he knew it was Shabbos, and he knew these things are Asr, Zuhi Mazid, that's the classic example of Mazid that the Torah describes. Shagag Bashabbos, Nehazid Bamlachas. Let's say a person forgot that today was Shabbos, but he knew that you're not allowed to cook on Shabbos. He thought today was Tuesday. Oi, Sheshagag Bamlachas, Nehazid Bashabbos. Or he knew that it was Shabbos, he just didn't know that these things are prohibited. Oi, Shamar Yudea, Nisham Lachazu Asura. Or he says, I know that this is Asr, but I don't know if he's being a carbon on these things. Who is this like? And uh, sorry, and the price says, Chayv, you're Chayv, Chatas, and all these cases, you're considered a Shayyik. Keman, Ke Munbaz. This fits with Munbaz, who holds that just not knowing that you bring a carbon, that itself defines you as a Shayyik. Okay. Amar Abayah. Comes along Abayah. Now we're going to get into other times in the, in the Torah where we call someone a shagig, and we're going to see how this fits in with the previous discussion. I'm Rabbi, how come bitoy? So someone says a shvuas bitoy, where he he swears that I will not eat or that I didn't eat something. Bitoy is bitoy svasayim. We'll have a whole mesechta dedicated to these halachas, mesechta shvuas. So coming up in six years, Amir Hashem. So there's a concept of shvuas bitoy. So how come everyone agrees? Until you you were shoigig in that lav, meaning not in uh, the punishment, but in the lav itself. So Gemara says, "Hakol moedim man." Who mean who agrees? It must be Rabbi Yochanan. It must be that Rabbi Yochanan holds that you're only chayiv b'shoigig when you forgot that this thing is aser. Pshita. Of course, it's Pashat. Why? Because Ki Kamar Rabbi Yochanan, what did Rabbi Yochanan say? That you're, chayv, you're, you're considered a shaygig. Even if you knew that it was Asr, as long as you didn't know that it was Kares, that's Hecha Deika Kares. That's only when if someone violated something, B'mezid, there would be a Chi of Kares. And that's why if you didn't know the whole picture, you didn't know that there was kares here, you'd be putter from a carbon. Avahacha over here, Deleka Kares, over here, there is no Kares if someone. Uh, swears falsely. There's no kares on that. Why? Maybe there would not be a uh, a p'tor. You can't call yourself a shaygig because you didn't know that there was no kares. There is no kares. Why? Maybe he wouldn't say you're a shaygig even though he wasn't shagag with the lav. Okay? So the Marsha Sokka died. I mean, I would have thought to say, I would have thought to say that since the concept that you're high of a carbon in this case, it's a chiddish. We spent the whole 10 minutes yesterday discussing the only time you're high to bring a carbon chatas is when if you did something on purpose, you'd bring a, a, a carbon, you'd be high of kares. I lied. That's not true. There's one case here. We found the case. This is called a chiddish that someone who does bitois for sign, you make a shvuas bitoy, that uh, you make a shvua. It's a chiddish. Lav carbon in the kol tarkula you eat chazer eat basa b'cholav you don't bring a carbon v'hacham ma'isin hopefully in here you do bring a carbon even though there's a lav that doesn't have karis maybe Rabbi Yochanan would agree 
that ki shagag the carbon nami that a person didn't know about the carbon, you should be that should still classify you as a shagig. Meaning, typically he holds no. Just because you didn't know there was a carbon, that doesn't make you uh, a, a shagig. Only if you didn't know that there was a chi of kares. But over here, there's no kares. Maybe just not knowing the carbon, that would make you a shagig kamash moron. So it comes along abaya. And Abaya tells me that Hakomaidim, that in Chayav and Alea, carbon doesn't help. They didn't know there was a carbon. Even Rabbi Yechanan stands by his opinion that not knowing that you bring a carbon does not make you a Shaygig. Meisvei, we ask the following question. What is considered a shoyeg on a shvuas bita l'sha'avar? The shavar means that you swore I ate something or I was there and you weren't. So that's l'sha'avar in the past. What is considered a shoyeg? So the Gemara says, The person said, I know that this shvuas asr. I don't know if you bring a carbon or not by violating this shvua. So in that case, you're chayev. So you're chayev in that case. So what do we see from here? We see that even though, meaning you're chayev to bring a carbon, that's called a shaygig. Even though, what did he not know? He knew that you're not allowed to swear like that. He just didn't know that you bring a carbon. And we're still calling him a shagi. Who is this like? This is like Munbuz. So like says Hamani Munbuzi. So don't tell me it's like Abyrchanon. How could how can a bias say it's Abyrchanon? Hamani must be Munbuzi, must be Munbuz, and therefore and we're back to square one. It's a machlekes in the Tanoim, and it's not a kash on Abaya. Abaya said one place is like uh, Rabbi Kiva's opinion, and the other other place is like Munba's opinion. No problem. We're gonna skip the Lishnachrina. Most uh Rishonim just skip this out, and we'll get to the next part. So that is First word of line is va'amar. So that we just get four and a half lines. Yeah. By nazar, you bring uh, you bring birds regardless of why you why you become tummy. As long as you become tummy, right? You have, to bring so, a, you have to bring a carbon. Right. The truth is, are we, are we only talking about chattas? We are. Sense? Even even though we're gonna, if you look at some of the uh, birds that people bring, so, sometimes we call them a chattas, even though there really wouldn't be. A uh, curry. So, as the Kotzker Rebbe said, every klal that we say, th- there's always some exceptions. And he says even that klal has an exception. So, uh, whatever. There's always there's always exceptions to things. But you're right. We clack and, and we we, tip, we we brought a pasuk. This is Samach Tes Amid right? We we brought a pasuk that Davar Shechayav Nazadani Kares Shigasechatas, right? So it could be it means anytime there's a chi of kares, we always bring a chatas for the shaygig. Doesn't mean every single chatas will have the uh, kares as well. Okay, but you're right. We can add that to the list of exceptions. Next, by the way, this this carbon uh, of shvua is a uh, I think it's a carbon arleviyarid, so it will be a little different, anyways. Next, Amar Abay, Hakol Moedim Betruma Shein Chayav and Alei Chaymesh At Sheyishkayik B'Lav Shabbos. So now we're gonna get into the world of truma. Now with truma, you wouldn't bring a carbon chatos. There's a, a halach of someone eats a czar, a non-kain eats truma b'shaygig by mistake. Halach is he pays a karen v'chaymesh. He has to pay the full amount, and you add on, you tack on a fifth. Okay. Must be you didn't know that it was usher to eat truma for for a czar. So more says, Hakamaidiman, who is this? Everyone agrees that the only time you, you are called a shaygig is when you didn't know it was usher. Who is this? Rabbi Yechanan. It must be Rabbi Yechanan. That that just not knowing that you bring a carbon that doesn't help you, it has to be that you didn't know it was usher. So says, Pshita, of course. So the Gemara says, Ki Rabbi So the Gemara says like this. 
It's Pashat. Kiyam Rabbi Yechanan, what did Rabbi Yechanan say? That a person's chayv a carbon, even though he didn't know that it was also that would be hecha de ika kares. That's only in a case that there would be an obligation, there would be a, a punishment of kares. But hecha de leka kares, in a place where there would not be a, a, a punishment of kares, loy, he wouldn't say that it's a shaygig unless you didn't know the lav. Just because you didn't know they bring a carbon, of course. So it's so obvious that Rabbi Yochanan would agree that you're not called a shagig until you forgot that it's usr. Just forgetting about the carbon is not going to call you a shagig. So the Gemara says, Ma'avitema, I would have thought to say, Misa b'makam kares oimedes, that when a person eats, if a czar eats truma, b'mezid, uh, he's not a kain. He says, I don't care, I'm eating truma. Halacha is, he's chayiv misa b'dei shemayim. That's halacha. So I would have thought the same Misa Bidei Shemayim is B'makam Kares Amethas is similar to Kares V'chi Shagag B'misa and if a person forgot that this violation brings one to Misa Bidei Shemayim I would have thought to say he's also called a Shaygeg the same way if a person according to Rabbi Yechanan if a person forgot that there's a Chi of Kares he knew it was Asr he knew you're not allowed to eat Chalim he just didn't know there's a Chi of Kares we said he's called a Shaygeg he didn't know the magnitude of the sin. I would say the same thing over here. By truma, the same way by kare, so truma as well. If you didn't know that there's misa, bide shemayim, by uh, eating truma, I would have thought to say, nami chayv over here, you'd also be considered a shoyeg and you bring a karban. Kamashma, no, Abai is telling me that misa, bide shemayim is not like kares, and therefore you're not considered a shoyeg. And what would be the difference if you're chayv a shoyeg? Uh, if you're called a shoyeg, that would be a chiv of a chaymish. You would not give a fifth. Tack on a fifth because you're not called a shaygig. That is the opinion of Abaya. Rav Omar, Misa, B'makam Kares, Medes. No, it's very similar. The fact of the matter is, the person didn't understand the magnitude of the sin. He didn't uh, think about the Kares, he didn't think about the Misa B'deshemaim. And therefore, if you didn't remember the, the Misa B'deshemaim, you would be called a shaygig. And the same way we said, you're Chayav a Karbon if you didn't know that there's a Chayav Kares, you'd be Chayav a Chaymish to give a fifth if you didn't know that there was a chiv of Misa Bidei Shemayim. Okay, next, Sugyo, next Gemara here. Amar of Huna. Now this is a, a classic Gemara, which, is, which comes off the Mishnah, so actually someone after the shear, he's not on today, but he, uh, he asked me this question, so the truth is, is this, it's this, uh, this Gemara. The famous story of the guy who lost track of time. Amar of Huna. Someone who's walking in the desert, uh, uh, the road or the desert, of any day in Shabbos. He has no clue when Shabbos is. He wakes up one morning, he's in the middle of nowhere, no Shabbos. So again, if he could call his rabbi, uh, you know, to look up this sock, then he would figure out when Shabbos is. So I guess everyone has to learn this Gemara at some point, just in case they get stuck. So I am halep midbar of any day I'm say Shabbos. So moina shishi so you count six days from that day. So he wakes up in the middle of nowhere, okay. Now count six days. How do you count days? Sunrise, sunset, okay. And the seventh day, you should rest. Keep that as Shabbos. The next day, keep Shabbos. Why wait seven days? The next day, or that night already, start keeping Shabbos. And then... Count Omoina Shisha, then count another six days, and then you then you'll keep a second Shabbos. Why should you push off Shabbos for another six days? So the Gemara says, but my commitfli, what exactly is this machoikas? So Marsavaravuna holds Kibriyasishilam. You should keep Shabbos as the seventh day. Shabbos is not the first day of the week. Shabbos is the seventh day of the week. So therefore start 
today, Yom Rishon, Yom Sheni, right? And then you get to Shabbos, the seventh day, keep Shabbos. That's the way God created the world. And that's the way Shabbos should be kept. Omar You should keep it like Adam Rishon. Adam Rishon is, is uh, created on a Friday. Next day, or that night already, is Shabbos. So too, you're, uh, you land in the middle of nowhere, and now you got to figure out when Shabbos is. That night already, you should keep Shabbos. Mesveh. They asked the following question. If someone was walking on the road, Shabbos, totally forgot about Shabbos. You should count one, keep one for six. My love, isn't this telling me keep six days, count six days, and then the seventh day should be Shabbos. Maybe it means keep the first day of Shabbos and then count six. You don't have no proof. So the Gemara says, if that was true, so then he should have said why did you say keep one day for six you should have said with a little vav you could have explained yourself without having to elaborate so much you should have said that's what you should have said that's one question and furthermore Tani went in a brisa. It sounds very clearly, not like Barav that holds you keep the first day of Shabbos, first day of Shabbos, then you count another six days. So Tiyufta, Tehiya Barav, Tiyufta, and that's how we paskin and Shochanar of Simon, Shin, Mem, Dalar, the last Simon in Chela Gimel Mishabura brings us down the halacha that if a person is stuck somewhere and he has a mission to look it up so you'd keep the first uh you you, you count six days and the seventh day you would keep as shabbos to yufta every single day you would do you're allowed to work but only what you need for that day so i guess there was uh, jobs available or maybe you were uh, looking around for food, hunting, I don't know, but you'll have to do that, Kedei Parnasasai. And then in brackets it says, Bar Mehu Yom, except for that Shabbos. So the Gemara says, Hu Yom Elemos, what, the day that you're keeping Shabbos, a person should die? So that doesn't make sense. So the Gemara says, The oven may as small, Shtei Parnasas. You should do double the day before. So your Friday, so you're going to create a calendar for yourself, your Friday, you should do double. So the Gemara said, may ask Shabbos Maybe yesterday, why should I do double? I'm working extra for tomorrow, but maybe today is Shabbos. Today, that day that I'm working double is Shabbos. So what allows me, if it's in fact Shabbos, I have no clue when Shabbos is. You do probability, it's one out of seven days. So picking one day at Shabbos, that doesn't allow me to do more work on another day because the same something. Maybe that was also Shabbos. Double may ask my Shabbos Havai. Even that day, that day that you're keeping a Shabbos, you're allowed to do work today, Panasasai. So the Gemara says, so then, how exactly are we going to see that you're keeping Shabbos? So the Gemara says, through Kiddush and Avdallah. So a person is making Kiddush and Avdallah, he counts his seven days, the seventh day, he, he makes Kiddush. He says, and he, he makes a whole Kiddush and he makes Avdallah. The Prima Garden discusses, do you daven your Nusuch Shal Shabbos, your Tfilah Shal Chol? Fascinating discussion. Now, how do you make Kiddush and Avdallah? Kiddush is a bracha, bracha to Hashem, a Kaddish Shabbos. You want to tell me that the Lama Tesmalachas, you have to keep them unless it's Parnassah, fine. What's the big deal? You're not risking anything by keeping it a Shabbos. But making brachas, there's a concept of suffix brachas lahakal. Isn't that a brachal of Atala? So look at Rashi. Rashi says, this is the first wide line in Rashi, Bikdusha Vavdata, Lizikarin Ba'ama. Just remember to remember Shabbos. 
So, in order that you don't forget about Shabbos, which is still a tremendous chiddush, why would this be allowed? That you don't forget about Shabbos, you're allowed to make brachas. So the truth is, I, I always bother me, and then you know, I'm giving the Shiram and Chai Adam. So if you look at the Chai Adam, he brings this in a random place. The Chai Adam is talking about Zohar Yom Shabbos is in Klau Aleph, in the second Chilak Chai Adam, the first piece. He's talking about different halachas we do during the week to remember Shabbos. And, you know, we say Hayyom Yom Shabbos Kodesh, or we say Hayyom Yom Chamish uh, Shabbos. Many times throughout the week we remember Shabbos. And then he says, and he, he gets into that every single day of the week has a Chilak of Shabbos in it. And, the, and he says, uh, and therefore, since every day of the week has a part of Shabbos in it, therefore, the case of our Gemara, you're allowed to make Kiddush. Why? It's not a bracha of a It's not about a zikara and like Rashi says, I'm zecher I'm just remembering that it's Shabbos. There is some spirituality of Shabbos in, every, in all six days of the week, all seven days of the week, and I'm allowed to bring that out by making Kiddush. It's a fascinating thought that every day there's the Shabbos uh, in it, Every day has a chilek of Shabbos, therefore making Kiddush would not be a brachal of Atala. Just another thought, which we could learn in Rashi, is that Yidin, that as, as from Yidin, we need at least one day, a week, one day a week as Shabbos. We can't exist without it. So whenever it is, we've got to keep one day of Shabbos. Let's see one more piece in the Gemara. Let's see the person knows that he, he doesn't know when he left, but he knows how many days have passed since he left. You know, he left his house three days ago. But he totally forgot when he left. He didn't go to the on a Monday. Friday, he has no clue when he left. So, Rabbi says, So that day, meaning seven, every, every eighth day really, but every seventh day of that, uh, of the day that he left, he's allowed to do malacha. He can know for sure that that day wasn't Shabbos. The more says, Pshita, of course. So the more says, Maud, the I would have thought the came in the Shabbos, like nothing, since he couldn't have gone out on Shabbos. So he knows that the day he left wasn't Shabbos. But Mali Shabbos and Nami laid off. Like he, he must have not left Erev Shabbos because there's a Gemara in Sukkah, other places that we don't travel Erev Shabbos. Vahai, so I would have thought Mali Shabbos and Nami Lainafik. He also didn't leave on Friday. So you should have two days that you know. Uh, you're allowed to do malachan. So the Gemara says, no. Vahai inami bechamisha b'shabs enafik lishtri leil mevad malachat shayam. I mean, I would think of two days. Kamash Mulan that knows the zimnin demashach shayarta. Sometimes there's a shayarta, there's a caravan coming, there's a cheap flight on Friday. Umikriv enafik, he might have left on Friday. So the chiddush is you only could count, you could only have one day, meaning the guy knew that he left five days ago. So he, he knows that that day he left, so that day of the week was not Shabbos. But the day, the day he left to say that that was for sure Friday, that for sure wasn't a Friday, we can't do that, because perhaps B'Sha'as HaChak, there was a caravan, cheap flight, uh, going to wherever he was going, he might have taken a Friday flight, a Friday caravan, a Friday bus, and therefore we can't assume that he did not leave on Fridays. So anyways, it's a fascinating Gemara, fascinating halacha regarding a person stuck somewhere that uh, you would count the seventh day, and that seventh day would be Shabbos. All right, we'll continue this tomorrow on the uh, recording.